The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast that is here to help you, a loved one, or a friend get started down the road to recovery. This is the Friends in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by the Genesis House. Genesis House, providing a safe, nurturing environment to heal from addiction since 1992. Please be a friend and share our message with a friend on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or YouTube. And now, here are your Friends in Recovery. Hey everybody, welcome to FriendsInRecoveryPodcast.com. And it's nice to be here at Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in beautiful Salem, New Hampshire. <laughs> I'm Mike Miles. I'm Ed Chancho. Jeff Seisel. We have a special guest today. We have... Bob Cox. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I heard Jeff Zizel. Jeff Zizel. Oh yeah. Wow. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I just. I thought. I, I didn't. I, I know I'm sitting next to him, but you know, sometimes uh, you know. Been a while. It's been it a few months, happen. right? They, they got me off waivers. I came back. His <laughs> non-disclosures non- uh, up or non-compete. They brought me up from AAA. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> we, we appreciate appreciate you being here, Jeff. Thanks, good Jeff. To, Thanks good for to be here. here. You're looking well. It's Likewise. like the good old days. It is. I, I love you guys. You know, we've, we've been doing this over a year now. You know that, right? It's incredible. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And we 15 all... months, 16 yeah. months. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we have a special no, no. guest today. We have uh, Bob Cox, good friend of mine and a uh, good friend of Bill W's. And Genesis House. Absolutely. And Genesis House. Correct. <laughs> yep. So, Bob, welcome. Well, thanks. I appreciate you uh, giving me the opportunity to be here. Yeah. Uh, certainly, um, you know, a pleasure to anytime I can talk about my recovery, uh, you know, in the attempt to maybe help somebody else is uh, is certainly what this program is all Absolutely. about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yep. it's uh, it's been a great journey, and it, not not a long journey like some people have had, but uh, in a limited time that I that I have, uh, you know, been sober one day at a time. Uh, it's been it, it's changed my life. Uh, well, that, that's how we all do. We all do it one day at a time. <clears throat> yeah. So you know, right. it doesn't matter how many years you have. Um, you know, I was at a meeting yesterday, Mike and, and guys, and and I learned from. A guy that was there with not nine, ten months, give or take, or the day before yesterday, I was at a meeting, and uh, this guy was like, I thought this guy had like a hundred years in recovery. I was like, <laughs> I, I actually asked for his phone number at the end of the meeting. <laughs> so you don't, you never know who you can learn from, Good you know. Point. So Good point. absolutely. Um, real quick, I just want to get the business piece over with. Sure. I want to thank. Um, Genesis House for sponsoring us. Um, also, please hit the subscribe button on any of your pod catchers that you're on or YouTube. That's really important to us. Um, and um, back to you, Mike. Sure. And, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're out there listening and um, you want to get sober, this is a way to do it. You know, um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to surrender. You yeah. Know, contact uh, us. There's Mike, no, yep. You know. There's no future. There's no future in um, you know drug addiction, especially the uh, epidemic that this country is going through right now, especially up here in the uh, Northeast. Absolutely. Um, you know, with the uh, opioids and the fentanyl, it's just, it's just uh, horrific. Yeah. Uh, people dying. I, I see it getting a little better. I, I think it has a lot to do with um, uh, the government kind of getting involved and in, in, in giving funds and, and trying to run a little bit more uh, infomercials and, and just trying to tell people there is help out there. Yeah, there, absolutely. There's, there's also been a shift in attitude where historically – People who had substance abuse disorders and mental illness, there was a lot of shame and stigma. And now we realize, I mean, of course, those of us in the know in recovery or professional clinicians, we know that it's a disease. In the 
mid-50s, 1955, mm. the AMA, American Medical Association, said that alcoholism is a disease. However, there's such shame and there's moral mm. sort of viewpoints on it. Absolutely. But now, you're right, Mike, it, it, it does appear to be getting better. It has shifted. But the the fentanyl epidemic, the open epidemic, yep. was was remarkably uh, destructive. Uh, it, it, it did. It destroyed us. You know, I heard a, a, a statistic a couple of weeks ago um, that the um, – the in the it was a ten year um, ten year like uh, study study yeah. that was done um, in the past ten years the people seeking recovery or seeking treatment went up one percent wow one percent wow. in ten years that's now that's incredible. a great number I mean it's at least it's one percent yeah. but my thought is what's going on out there right. is are these are we losing a lot of kids because it's opiate opiate that's epidemic right. are these kids dying because of this yeah. so actually I've read a similar study and I think it was like. It went up one percent to a certain year, and then it shifted. Okay. So, you know, I just did a workshop on Friday at the uh, EPR Employee Assistance Professional Association meeting, and I asked the group, "Can you raise your hand if you know someone who passed away from uh, substance abuse disorders?" And everyone raised their hand. Yeah, of course. And so I think what has happened, it's like mainstream now. It used to be sort of hidden or those people Absolutely. sort of viewed at. Now it's our kids. Now it's professional athletes. Yeah. Now it's doctors and lawyers yeah. and teachers and our housewives, housewives yeah. and our family members. Yeah. And it's taken such a dramatic toll that it impacts the entire United States. Absolutely. It is, it, it is interesting because the when they looked at how many people died, the last couple of years, it's like 70,000 people have died of, of <clears throat> opioid overdoses in the last year. When we look at how many people died in Vietnam from 1959 to 1975, which is when the Vietnam War ended, the official number when the war ended was like 59,000. Now now it's higher. So in 16 years in a war in Southeast Asia, less people died than in one year in the United States. That's insane. Well, you know what? And and we have Bob here to, he, he, you were in that statistic. I'm, I'm guessing that you were more alcohol than opiates. I was all, I was all alcohol. But you know, you, you made that 1% and, and we're, and all of us sitting here, we're blessed to be in that 1%. You know what I mean? And you guys out there listening, it's, it's, it's crazy. So I think what, what I what the reason why we want you on here is we want to find out how how did you do it? You right. know what did you do before? Give us your story, basically. All right, you I'll know? give you a quick synopsis. Yeah, in, in a uh, nutshell. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Bob. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was great. Yeah, that's all for our show, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, I like everybody else. I, I grew up in an environment, uh, you know, where alcohol was <clears throat> around all the time, and uh, started drinking early, like most people. Uh, so let's fast forward to maybe twenty years ago. Um, I, uh, you know, I always worked a job or two because I had young kids, mortgage, blah, blah, blah. And, um, but I always was working the extra job because I wanted enough money to drink. Yeah. And I was the typical alcoholic. I was all about me, uh, or drug addict. And, um, you know, so I, I realized, I came to the realization that I was actually the smartest person on the planet and realized, you know, I have all these bills. I got all these kids. I got to make sure that they're taken care of, but I love to drink. I know I'll open a bar. So, ah. so that's what I did. So, You're a uh, smart one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a plan. What can go wrong? Sometimes they say, be careful what you ask for. Sometimes that's you right. get it. I got it right between the eyes. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, that's what I did. I got into the, uh, into the industry and uh, uh, 21 or 22 years ago and opened a nightclub up in Hampton Beach. And, uh, you know, since that point, uh, I immediately became a day drinker, a morning drinker. And... Um, was been that way f- since. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had 20 years of 
boozing seven days a week, um, you know, the last five or six years. Uh, I, well, fast forward, I came uh, came home after the nightclub situation and opened a Irish pub, um, <laughs> and uh, and then it was I was like in, in my glory, it's like, yeah. you know, letting Jesse James hold your wallet type of thing, <laughs> and uh, you know, and I was off and running, and uh, so I was drinking from six in the morning till uh, basically I passed out at night, seven days a week, and um, the worst part of that was. I'm ashamed to say it. I really am. Uh, a lot of that, I was uh, I was driving around mm. and drinking. And uh, you yeah, know what? I belong, honestly, I belong in a room this size, surrounded by mothers against drunk driving with baseball bats and let them just beat the hell out of me. We, we I, all did it, though. I you know, just, we all, we all was, did this, it. I mean, I know. I know. I, yeah. I, and I, I've heard it time and time again at, at, uh, at various AA meetings. I was overboard. Maybe, maybe everybody individually thinks they were overboard. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I, I knew I was... I mean, I was leaving my restaurant because people were coming in to go to mm. work. And I was eight or ten beers deep at, mm. you know, 9.30 in the morning. And then wow. I'd drive around till 4 or 5 in the afternoon, just six-pack after six-pack after six-pack. Um, it was awful. It, yeah. was a, it was a horrible yeah. way to survive. And uh, and finally, uh, you know, I, I came to the realization that I needed help. And um, I just couldn't do it anymore. Well, what uh, was that pivotal moment that said uh – that you needed help. What what was it? Was I was it a- losing control of, of actually my legs. I, I mean, uh, you know, I've heard people talk about it. I've heard it called, you know, alcoholic coma and you know what have you. I, I don't know what the actual clinical terminology is for it, but um, it, it was it was bad. You know, it was really bad, and it wasn't getting any better. And um, you know, my my disease just kept progressing and progressing. And you know, to make uh, to make the the pain and whatever, it wasn't even fun drinking anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just drinking to, to make the pain go away, the embarrassment, what have you. And um, it just uh, spiraled completely out of control and then came to the realization that it, my life was unmanageable, mm. you know, um, and reached out to, actually, I reached out to Mike. And mm. uh, and he, thank God, uh, pointed me in the direction of the Genesis House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I credit those people down there without question saving my life. Yep. Yeah. Um, There's a good team you know, down there. Oh, Absolutely. my God, what a yeah. team. Uh, yeah. Steve Adams, forget it. I know he's watching this, and I promised him I'd throw him a bone. Gonna, <laughs> we love Steve. Guy. Steve's a yeah, great, Steve, guy. great guy. Great guy. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal guy. He was my, my son's therapist. Was he? Yeah, a bunch of years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, well, Steve and Rob and John and, you know, uh, Didactic Mike and the whole crew down there, Masha, they're just fantastic. And you know what? I know when I first got there, and this is for people who, you know, potentially are considering going away for treatment. If you're fortunate enough to be steered in the direction of the Genesis House, I can tell you the moment I got there, I felt nothing but welcome. And, you know, just uh, the whole environment there is just a environment of recovery, and they've built it that way, and you can't help, you know, but fall into the, the you know, the whole atmospheric pressure just to, like, mm-hmm. you know, buy what they're selling. Yep. And uh, that's what I did. And um, like I said, I credit those people, along with AA, obviously, uh, with absolutely saving my life. Mm-hmm. How long have you been sober now? Uh, well, I, I started on my journey three years ago, and um, and, and I had a relapse. Um, uh, I'm almost tempted to say, I was embarrassed to say, but you know what? I learned so much from that relapse. The pain and the suffering that I went through with that relapse right. mm-hmm. gave me so many tools <laughs> to put in my tool back of defensive mechanisms to... To, to fight against, yeah. you know, uh, when that thing comes knocking on the door. Well, here's, and, here's the important part. You said it's part of your journey. Right. This is a journey. You know, and Jeff, you you probably see this all the time, and you might be a therapist. 
it's it's not a destination. It, you know, recovery is not. You know, I'm not I'm not going to get to this point and then I'm cured. Right. It's it's exactly. a it's a journey. We right. learn. You know, like I said at the beginning of the show, I learned from. Uh, you know, a, a guy who had nine months, right. you know, and right. I'm sure you guys see that all the time, right? You know, we, we can all learn from each other, but Bob, you brought up a really good point, which is that you made a mistake, but you took accountability for Absolutely. it and you took responsibility. And that's, and then you also asked for help. So you asked Mike when you were sort of really struggling and, you know, Mike has helped literally thousands right. of people. And I've known Mike for, I don't know, probably 25, 30 years. And Mike has referred many people to me and he has done a remarkable job really right. helping others but you have to own it because you know as i like to say you can't hire someone to do push-ups for you mm-hmm. so you know you were doing your own push-ups you said hey i need help i can't go on anymore right. you were fortunate because your bottom could have been much worse everywhere. and we right. know we know most people who drink tend to drive in fact <clears> the studies show that someone who's actively alcoholic has driven over two thousand times and never driven two thousand times drunk and not 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 get arrested, right? So, not been uh, accountable. And it, well, yeah. nobody do that out there, please. Right. Not, you know, no, right. but unfortunately, that's some of the. I mean, there, there's consequences of that. Right. There's DUIs. There's death. There's killing other people. That you know, it's it, 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 it is. Opinion, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't right. be able to live with myself yeah. if I killed an innocent person. Yeah. They, you know, it would it would ruin my. I in my own life. I yeah. know it would. Uh, I wouldn't be able to deal with. Tough. It. Bob's been very humble too. He's um he's taken. His recovery, his own recovery, and he's decided to help other people. And uh, right now, he's in the process of uh, trying to open a uh, like a sober house, but a clubhouse, I think. Clubhouse, yes, like from soup to nuts, like yeah. twenty-four hours a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. Yeah. I mean, just thinking about what he's trying to do would boggle most minds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and plus, he's you know he has to run his own business. He's uh, he's got a couple of jobs, and uh, <laughs> this is all he talks about. This is what he wants to do, and I think it's it's incredible that that he wants to give back on this level. You know, a lot of people just get sober. It's a selfish program. We get sober. Sobriety selfish. You know, you have to take care of yourself um, a day at a time. But Bob's at a point in his life where he really feels like he can help others, and uh, you know, I think that's kind of remarkable. Well, that's Thanks, definitely Mike. part. Of, that's definitely that. part of recovery. I think we're going to go to a break in a in a minute here, but I think when we get back from the break, we'll um, we'll we'll find out what that is, what you're doing. Sure. Keep everybody in suspense, right? <laughs> we'll be back. Thank you. Genesis House is a premier substance abuse and rehabilitation facility located in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. We have been providing the highest quality of addiction treatment since 1992 and are accredited by the Joint Commission. We offer a range of programs that include detox, residential treatment, dual diagnosis, a Christian track for people who want to incorporate their faith into treatment, a uniform services track, and we work with most major insurance carriers. Genesis House is led by a dedicated team of administrative and clinical professionals, and we stand on our commitment to excellence in recovery services. Contact us today to find out more about our program. Take the first step and call Genesis House at 800-737-0933 or visit us on the web at www.genesishouse.net. That's 800-737-0933 or www.genesishouse.net. Begin your journey to a long and successful recovery with Genesis House. Hey, well, welcome back. Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and it's good to be here with Jeff. Ed Chancho. Ed, 
<laughs> oh, you're Mike Miles. <laughs> Bob and I'm Pro- Mike Miles. It's, it's progress, not perfection. Okay. Hey, b- before we get going, I just wanted to give out my number because I've gotten several phone calls, um, and I think it's important. Um, feel comfortable. It's my cell phone. It's on an office. This is me directly, 24-7. Um, I'm not guaranteed I'll answer at 3 in the morning, but eventually I'll be getting up <laughs> sometime, we hope. sometime between 11 and 7, and uh, I will get back to you. 978. 746-1717, and that's my phone number, 978-746-1717. And, of course, you can get a hold of the Genesis House and me um, through uh, the 800 number. It's 800-737-0933, um, and that's directly down at Genesis House. And if you need me, they can direct you how to, how to get a hold of me. Uh, a couple other things, Mike, um, that uh, um, you can email us at um, – uh, what is it? Help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. Correct. And uh, I keep those emails coming. I'm getting a bunch of them. Um, we're getting some good guests. If you want to be a, a, a guest on a show just like Bob is, Bob Bob is Bob's just uh, an alumni of Genesis House. And if you're out there listening, you don't even have to be an alumni of Genesis House. If you want to share your story like like Bob is going to continue doing today, um, you know, call us at the 800 number or email, email us help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com podcast.com um and you can also um we have a website friends and recovery podcast.com and go on there and you could submit um you know a, a way to get a hold of us too so so there's no excuse why you can't get help or no excuse why you can't help like bob is today this is what recovery is about this is part of bob's plan um bob bob stays sober by by doing these things and even 25 30 some years later even mike we do the same thing we help we give back this is giving back you know sharing our story sitting down for the half hour that we had with you before and mm-hmm. just shooting a shit about recovery that's what we did before this absolutely you know and 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 finding out what's going on what you're doing and what's what's going on in our lives right. so do you, you know one, one of the things that we know about people's psychological well-being is that when they do give back that's a characteristic of resilient people. So when you contribute and help others, sure. you know, it's the old adage, it's better to give than receive. So you actually are helping yourself, and partic- particularly with people who are dealing with substance abuse disorders because we also know what they're going through because you know, those of us who have the, that disorder, they you know, understand what it's like mm-hmm. and, they, and that person needs that sort of assistance. Now, they may not always take it, right. but knowing that someone else has been through that yeah. – is remarkably useful. I sit with clients, you know, frequently, and every Sunday night for quite a while, I would take people to meetings, and I, I, it was no charge. Like, I would just meet them at my office half hour before the meeting started, and the uh, meeting I would take them to is in Chelmsford, Massachusetts. It's called the Neshoba Group. They've been around for 40 years, 38 years, and it's every Sunday night, 7 to um, 8 o'clock. So I would take these people to meetings people that were just coming to me as clients. I would meet them at my office that follow me. And I got to tell you, what Jeff just said is so true. I probably got more out of that than I was sitting one-on-one with somebody who was going to pay me at the end of the session um, because I was doing something. That, in AA, there's 12 steps of recovery. The 12th step is that you ha- you know, you, you have to give back. Mm-hmm. You, won't, you won't hold this gift of sobriety. And it is a gift. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no, there's no guarantee. Mm-hmm. But it is a gift. But you won't hold it long if you're not giving it, if you're not giving back. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Absolutely it is. I mean, it's one of the mantras of AA is, that, you know, once you get it, give it back. And I, it took me a while to figure out what exactly what that meant because I didn't understand when I was brand new in recovery and people would be talking about it, people with, uh, you know, many years of, of sobriety. And uh, 
until I realized that, you know, one, one, one gentleman, similar to what Mike just said, uh, asked me to bring him to a meeting, and I did, and I was, and it dawned on me, that's exactly what they're talking about, you know, it's, and it's, uh, and it is, it's so, re to your point, Jeff, it's so rewarding, you know, and it keeps you focused. Right. I mean, it's, it's like attending meetings on a regular basis. It keeps you focused, keeps you in tune, keeps you in the world of recovery. And, it rem and you remind yourself where you've been. So, like, gee, this poor guy or gal, I never want to be like that, but I can help them. So mm -hmm. sometimes we see the difficulties that others experience, and we become grateful for what we have. And it's a wake-up call. Like, gee, if I don't take care of myself, I could have a problem of relapsing and going down. Well, we got to keep it green to keep it clean. And we, we, we have to realize where we came from. So listening to the stories, you know, of, of you know, getting, getting in that car, Mike, you know, with all those – Newcomers, you know Absolutely. that it, it's it's just amazing. I remember those days too. I remember traveling around with a bunch of guys, you know, just even raising your hand in a meeting, saying, you know, I got a, I got a problem. This is my, you know, I'm brand new at this. Whatever people go flock at you when they want to, <laughs> they want to help you out. They're giving you phone numbers and you know the whole nine yards. It, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And um, you know, just like that guy said at the meeting, I went right to him after the meeting. He had nine months, but who cares? He had something I want. That's right. You know, if, he had something I want. If you're sick and suffering, there's no, there's no way out. I mean. There really isn't, and there's no need to be sick and suffering. You know, I, I can honestly say I probably try to quit boozing and drugging a hundred times, two hundred times. You know, on my own. But until I actually went, and that was in one day, <laughs> one hour. <laughs> you know, my mind was constantly thinking, how can I get out of this hellhole? How can I stop this? You know, and. I didn't know. I just didn't know. You don't know what you don't know until I actually went and got help, learned about the 12 steps of recovery, learned about living sober one day at a time, which is so important. Um, you know, and days turn into weeks, week in, weeks into months, yeah. months into years. It and goes by quick. So on, you know. So tell us what you're doing now to, to stay, you know, three years mm -hmm. into it um, or two years into it, right? Yep. You said two years yep. into it. Um, you know, I, we, you know, you explained some of this stuff and I, I know it's a short condensed version here. Yeah, I'll, but, make it, I'll make it quick. Yeah, but what, what what's the next step? What's what, like, what are you doing? Are you still going to meetings? Are you oh, see God, a therapist? I'm, are you doing things? Well, I'm working, uh, you know, every day, but uh, my home group meets five days a week at noontime called the Spark of Hope. At St. Rita's in Lowell, right. and uh, I'm there more often than not. I'm I, fortunate enough to have a job that is flexible. Great, um, and uh, so I kind of make my own schedule. But uh, you know, it's you know this 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 effort that we're putting forward came from something that Genesis actually. Uh, when I was there, they took us to a meeting at an offsite uh, spot called the EDI Club down in I don't know if it's Delray or uh, Fort Worth or wherever it is down there, but. Uh, I was so impressed that it was just a, all they did was have AA meetings all day long. And, um, you know, I really, it was really impressed me. And so when I got back, I called Mike and I'm like, how come nothing like exists like this around where we are? And he said, I don't know. I said, well, I'm going to look into it. So anyway, I reached out to the people down there and established a relationship with the president of EDI and uh, arranged to get down there. So I did last um, June, I believe. Um, and... While I was there, one of the one of the uh, gentlemen from what, what is EDI? Can you explain that to everybody? Oh, it's called, it's the Easy Does It Club. Okay, and and, and it's a club. It's a it, clubhouse. It's a clubhouse. Okay. And it, all it does, the only thing it does, its only purpose, is to facilitate AA meetings all day long, uh, three hundred sixty-five days a year. Uh, so when I went down to look at it, one of the gentlemen from uh, the Genesis House named Dave was good enough to take me around and to various meetings, and he brought me to Crossroads. Okay. Um, so when I went to Crossroads, uh, I realized this was addiction, every addiction. Right. Uh, you know, it, it was, um, 
everything from drugs and alcohol and you know and uh, sex and gambling and Al-Anon. He, he actually yeah. had meetings there. So I sat and looked after an AA meeting that we went to. I said, I just want to watch. And I was watching these people come in, parents with children, and and I'm like, this is what I'm bringing to Lowell. And um, started on a mission uh, to try to research that. Met with the people from Crossroads. Uh, Tony Allerton, 91-year-old founder down there. Established... you know, a, a great relationship with him. As a matter of fact, he called me last Wednesday to see right. how we were doing with this. I was so impressed. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, an addiction is an addiction is an addiction. Right. I don't care if it's alcohol or drugs. But. I got a great idea. When when this is up and running, when, um, what's it called, Bridge? Bridge over? No, wait, yeah, what's the name of Tr- what? What's Troubled Waters. We came back and uh, incorporated under uh, Troubled Waters, Inc. Right. In the state of Massachusetts. And it's going to be the DBA will be the Bridge Club of Greater Lowell. Right. Uh, hence the bridge over trouble. So it's going to be a clubhouse where you can do all this, right? It'll be Allen Ons yeah. every holiday weekend with a full service kitchen there. It's a lot. It's a lot going it's on. a lot. Good. We're up against it right now, so we're going to have to run. Um, when, when you get it up and running, Bob, like you to come back and tell us all about it. Glad Absolutely. To. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Great seeing you. Good Jeff, see you. Great. Glad Thanks. you're back. Yeah, yeah. And give out that number again, real quick. Nine seven eight. 746-1717 is my cell phone number. And Genesis House is 800-737-0933. And if you want to get a hold of Bob, um, call Mike or myself, um, and we'll we'll teach, we'll teach get you involved with Bob if you want to help Absolutely. him out. Absolutely. As far as all that goes, maybe you can use some help, right? Absolutely. Ed Sullivan, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Stay sober. Thank you. Keep Bye-bye. coming. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.